stay on top of trends is that honestly, like, okay, staying on top of trends just depends on what lane and of social media you're in. So if you're in the makeup lane, if you're in the fashion lane, the lifestyle lane, then you need to follow those type of people. Mm. So if I want to be big in the makeup lane, I need to be following a whole bunch of people like Jackie Ina, Uche Natori, all these people that are really big in the makeup lane so I can stay on top of the different products they're using, what's hot right now. If I'm in the fashion lane, then I'm going to follow all these fashion pages like Step Correct, Compound Community to see what fashion, what shoes are popping right now, what do I need to get in my wardrobe to be with where those people are, you know? Gotcha. So depending on what you'd like, you have to stay, like, you know, if you want to be great, you have to study the great. So right. you Okay. I feel, I feel like what you, what you thought of you, you gotta retire, fam. You need to go to go inspire the youths, man. Raise awareness, you know. Start a whole football <laughs> team. I remember, I'll see some tweets. I'm like, damn. Like, I remember somebody said I looked like a malnourished rainbow. We feel Lagos, we are different. And in that December, we are different. We are different people. <laughs> It's your boy Uzo Dima. Six four, touching ceiling. If I put your girl, what she catching feelings? So right now we're out here, you know, doing our I don't know, things like a six one, our six radio show. And today we have um, a wonderful special guest. Let me just bring up okay before I get on here. Um, basically she's doing the thing. Like she's like the epitome of you know like luxury living when we think about you know luxury and just like that luxurious lifestyle thing we see on instagram and whatnot on the internet she does that thing you know on the daily type thing you know and so this um a, a, a wonderful a wonderful friend of mine um and so i'm gonna just get on the show um so this was something cool that we're doing right now and uh yeah so right now just a quick intro so she's gonna be here with us and then y'all can get to like you know see her see and hear from her today hey uh let me see is she on here Hello, can you hear me? Yes, I'm here. Tosi, you here? You hear me, yeah? Yes, I can hear oh, you. Oh, awesome, 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 wonderful. Welcome to Radio Uzo. Um, you know, we've been probably this already for like this week. How are you, <laughs> how are you feeling? How are you feeling? Um, I'm feeling good. I was actually just listening, listening to the show, so I was like getting in the mood. Got you, got you. Okay. Are we sober yeah. right now? Are we sober? Are we sober? Yeah, I am sober right now. Why? I'm actually getting ready to go out while I chat with you. So. Why? Why are you sober? I mean know why i'm sober i just i don't know like i'm just chilling you're chilling like, right now this is I my got typical you. saturday night okay okay i feel that awesome awesome <laughs> well i'm so glad you're here on the show with us you know it's like i said it's been a minute um and you know we just we look you just met like this year so you know yeah I mean, if, yeah we've come a long way i'm gonna just i'm gonna just keep it at that one but it's still so, like we've knew each other for like way yeah, long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, we did physically meet each other this yes, year. Yes, just recently. Yes, awesome, awesome. So yeah. Anyway, so if anyone is um joining us for the first time on this show, this is Radio Uzo. Um, you know, you just chill with me for like thirty minutes every Saturday outside at nine, and just a little like you know welcome for those who don't who haven't been here for this like a just. So, So basically, yes, that was like an intro or like a welcome to anyone who's joined us for the first time. You know, Reggie Uzo, follow us on Instagram, subscribe on YouTube, and just just get the thing going. So I'm really excited, Tosin. 
for this because you know I have a lot of questions for you. It's not an interview. It's not an interview. I have a lot of questions for you. You here? Sorry, can you hear me? Yeah, I can. I, I can. I can hear okay, you. sorry. I don't know why I couldn't hear you, but I was saying like, yes, I'm so excited for the question. Oh, okay, okay. I'm actually a bit nervous. Just that I don't know what people ask but... Yeah. So, as if you can listen, you can hear like a accent there. Yes, me and Tosin, we were both like um, from the University of Top Boy. <laughs> And you know she took school seriously. I didn't. That's why my accent isn't like popping like that. But hers, you would see that it's gonna be coming in and out. So yeah, Top Boy oh, University, sure. we're out here doing the thing, <laughs> alumni status and whatnot. So um, so yeah. So today, uh, main things we're going to talk about today is just like you know social media, just like your travel lifestyle, and obviously we're going to, like you know get a little bit serious. You know, we're, like we're going to discuss like you know the mental health and kind of aspect of things. So okay. um, you 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 relax, you're comfortable. I'm very comfortable right now. Too. Good. Just in my natural habitat. Like good, morning, good, good, good. How's how's um like how was your first few weeks of quarantine? Can you like like share share with us how, what that was like for you? It's funny because I, my first few weeks uh-huh. of quarantine were actually amazing. Right. Like, I was in Cancun <laughs> with my friends. We were living life. Like, <laughs> quarantine? Who? Huh? Corona? What? Huh? Stuck we in Mexico? What? what? Stuck in <laughs> Mexico? What? Anyway. <laughs> We were in a whole other country, so we didn't know what was going what on was in going America. On. So. Yeah, I, was saying, I was on, yeah, it, the trip was amazing. I'm glad I went on there. And honestly, it was. I'm glad because, like, you know how we couldn't leave, go outside for a long, for a long time. I'm glad that we actually I got the chance to actually do that before, like you know, because I feel like I would it would have been worse if I like. Yeah, imagine stay. people that didn't yeah. get to like, just live Bro. life for a second. Do you I, I think about all the people who are wishing for us to get stuck there. I know, like, do I, I know <laughs> the people were praying. No, they were so angry that we were there we were having oh, fun sure. but like honestly i feel like that's just like what life is about once a lifetime opportunity to you know take that risk and like yeah even if we did end up getting stuck there like huh? we would have came back eventually but it would have been worse that fun that we had i do see are you sure <laughs> wait <laughs> i don't know about all that one i know i don't know about <laughs> But like, yeah, honestly, the fun that we had was it was, it was top notch. It was, yeah, it was, it was, it was. You know, it was a whole like Love Island thing. Go, uh, I will get there, we'll get there eventually. <laughs> we'll get there. Okay. That, was, that was a mess. Anyway, um, so starting with the social media. So, quick question for you: Do you um, feel like you know your social media is an accurate portrayal of yourself? Like, do you think like that's that's you? That's probably you on your on there. Um, funny enough, I would actually say I don't think it is. Really. I don't think it is just, and it's funny because I was talking about this with someone the other day, and uh-huh. the reason I don't think it's just the accurate, um, like portray of me is because I feel like my social media can make me look so unapproachable really? and so stuck up and so like living lavish lifestyle. Nobody can come talk to her when I'm like the complete opposite. Like I'm actually really nice. Yeah. Like I like yeah. I like people, you know. And I feel like a lot of people that can see my social media and see me as this girl that is just so like in her own lane, which I can say that I am. But uh-huh. I do really like actually interacting with people, you know. Got you. Okay, interesting. So I would, I would I would say that it's not in the sense that like you know on a twenty four seven basis, yeah. like I said, I'm doing right now. I'm chilling. Like, yeah. I'm in my pajamas and just doing my makeup, not like just chilling. But my my social media can make my lifestyle look very fast. It's right. Actually, like, you know, really quick, like slow pace. Like I'm just doing me. Hmm. So do you feel like so was that like I I, I don't know? Did you create that, like did you create that on purpose like to make it seem that way or is it just like kind of what you like that's out there? Um, I don't think I did that on purpose. I think that's just like how I like. I guess just with growing up and watching other girls do social media, I uh-huh. guess like I thought that's just how it's supposed to go. Like okay. you just take hot okay. pics, and it doesn't matter how anybody knows you. A person just take nice pics, yeah. and that's it. People were like, so I don't think I did it on purpose. It was just more so like, 
you know that's just like it accidentally happened that way yeah and so um right now there's this you know obviously there's this picture of young internet just going crazy on all the accounts right <laughs> How how did that come about? Like honestly, like did you plan like was that something like you you've planned? Like there's this okay. one picture of you on internet. Like how how that happen? How how that get out everywhere? Are you talking about? I think you're talking about the picture on the couch. Like, yes, the one on the couch. Okay. Yes. I don't know. It's weird. I guess I can like as time has gone on, I've got like this social media eye, and I just mm. know what people like. Mm-hmm. And so, even if I take a pic, I could show someone. I could show my mom, and she would think this picture is lovely, and mm-hmm. I would get ten likes if I posted it. Mm-hmm. because it's just not what the people want to see yeah and so with what the people want to see i just you know i guess it was a little bit 50 strategic 50 doing whatever okay. like i told myself i want to wear this outfit i think it's gonna be really cute i think mm-hmm. a lot of people are gonna like it you know air ones are hot right now yeah and um you know i just know like you know stack pants are cute that's in the von dutch hat is re- returning yes so like with social media you have to stay on top yeah if, of the trends if you want to care about it you know obviously if you don't care about social media wear whatever but if you do want to like become some type of social media influence then you do need to stay on top of trends because that's what people want to see people want to see what's hot right now so i told myself you know i'm gonna wear this stuff because i know it's hot and i forced my boyfriend to take a picture of me and i was like <laughs> i want it to be on the couch because uh, i want i was like i was like i want the setup to be the shoes it's gonna make it's gonna camera. hit it's gonna hit they're gonna love this one yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I, was like, I was like i want my shoes to be right in people's face i want everything to just be in your face mm. and it's like i knew that they would pop you know i knew yeah. It, it, it was just, and it did yeah, it was, and it did it, yeah. like it literally broke our internet on our side because we were seeing you on every on literally every other like page and so which you said like with the whole thing about trends like how can so how do you stay you know i guess ahead of the trends like how, how you do that like how do you know what's popping and what's not popping like how, how does that work well the way i stay on top of trends is i honestly like okay staying on top of trends just depends on what lane and of uh, social media you're in so if you're in the makeup lane if you're in the fashion lane the lifestyle lane then you need to follow those type of people mm. so if i want to be big in the makeup lane i need to be following a whole bunch of people like jackie ina uche natori all these people that are really big in the makeup lane so i can stay on top of the different products they're using what's hot right now if i'm in the fashion lane then i'm going to follow all these fashion pages like step correct compound community to see what fashion what shoes are popping right now what do i need to get in my wardrobe to be with where those people are you know gotcha. so depending on what you like you have to stay like you know if you want to be great you have to study the great so right. you can't okay. you can't get there without seeing what the others are doing you Got can't you. just do it by yourself and so with that then okay so i'm, I'm seeing like you're more learning like you're leaning more on like that on that influencer thing so like i i guess when did you want to f- do that or feel like oh you know what? i could look you do this influencer thing like when, when did that ever happen to you like when um honestly since i was like in middle school i've always been known for no reason like i never like i you know i was always this girl in high school like obviously i played a whole bunch of sports from middle school and i like you know i was just popular just for being me like you know <laughs> like i never really had to do anything to get some type of crazy attention that people would you know think for and so like as i grew older and i realized okay people are getting paid for this like people are getting paid to do these types of things you know i've always wanted to start a youtube channel and i was like i guess this is just the perfect outlet for me because you know people would subscribe people would find me and stuff like that 
And like I said, if you want to be great, you have to study the grades. And I kept up with all these different influencers, and I see now they're getting paid to literally just post yeah. in a dress. Yeah. You know? And yeah. so I was like, you know what? Probably like late last year, I told myself, okay, cool. I want to take this YouTube thing serious. Like, why not get paid for doing what I normally do? Dress up, get cute, and get paid for it. And so mm. I told myself, yeah, I would love to do the influencer thing because if we're being honest, life is about influence right now. Life, and I feel that. It, it, it's unfortunate, but it's like, even when it comes down to food, like, you know, if you see someone on your on your Instagram story that posts a nice plate of food, they just influenced you to get that because you're probably yeah. going to ask them, hey, where is this at? You get that, yeah. Yeah, so it's just like, life is about influence and like, you know, you have to take advantage of things because once, they go- once they're gone, they're gone, you know? So it's like, I just told myself, yeah, I want to take the influencer thing serious because I feel like making money while not having to work hard is a dream. Wow. That I, I yeah, love. that's everyone. Yeah, I feel that for 100%. So, this is a quick question for you then. Um, So, let's say, you know, I'm just some random, never been on the internet before. How would you rank the social media? Like, how would you rank the apps? Like, for you personally, like, how would you rank them? Okay. So, like, rank them by, by what? Like, I guess if you want to, like, I guess get popping in, in a sense, just like, I don't know. Like, I, I guess for you, what's your, how, okay, how would you rank your favorite, like, your apps? Like, what are your favorite apps? Like, just okay. rank yours. Um, my favorite app would definitely have to be Instagram first. Mm-hmm. Then I would definitely go to Twitter next. Mm-hmm. Um, TikTok is canceled, so I don't get on TikTok anymore. Yeah, but you, I it's okay. You can speak on it. If you love TikTok, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. I, I did like TikTok, though. I did like TikTok. But because it was just funny and it's just like, you know, consistent funniness. So, um, but I would say my top two apps that I go through throughout the day is honestly Instagram and Twitter. I'm not really on, you know, I touched on Snapchat if the other apps on Drive, but it's like, I mean, aren't you a monster if you still get on Snapchat these right, days? Right, yeah. So yeah, like, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, I would definitely rank it as Instagram first, Twitter next. Okay, okay, interesting, yeah. interesting. And so now, I guess a quick question, because like, we, we were speaking about this literally like this week already. So let's say someone right now we're trying to get popping on Instagram, right? What would okay. they do to like, you know, what's the... What, what do I do to get popular on Instagram? Like, honestly, okay. I want to get paid. How do I do that yeah. on Instagram? So, the, f- the first thing you have to do on Instagram to get popping is consistency. Okay. So, here's the thing. With, with social media, we unintentionally don't realize that some of our favorite people on Instagram post every day. And so, when we hear the idea of posting every day to ourselves, that sounds so absurd. Like, how can I be posting on Instagram every day and flooding people like that? But the funny thing is that's what people want to see and most of the people that we come across their page and we click that follow button is because we see some type of consistency of greatness so we click that follow because it's like this person is going to give me what i want to see every day so i must follow this person to keep up with them so it's like that first thing you need to do if you want to get popping is you have to consistently post whatever it is you want people to see mm-hmm. so that people can take you serious you know if i just randomly come out one day and i start doing fitness then the next day i start doing makeup <laughs> yeah day, I start doing this. yeah that's it's weird. like what is this girl what doing, she doing? She yeah place, you know yeah. so it's like you have to show the people some type of consistency and then boom they're attached once they're attached to you you give quality content once that quality content comes out even if you don't post every day we, we're still attached to you because we know when you do post, it's going to be something good. Like, for example, um, do you follow Eva? Eva, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, in the UK, you, you, yes, UK, babe. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, boom. 
Eva usually posts every day. She hasn't been posted, but best believe when she posts, we're gonna all like it because yeah. we've we, we've already clinged on to her. We know like Eva gives quality content every time, so we're already attached to her. So that one, that first step you have to do is definitely start off with that consistency of quality content, and that may seem hard. Um, but when you're dedicated, it, you know, you, you'll get the hang of it. So, you know, like, for example, I could tell myself I need to do my makeup every day, go outside, put on an outfit and take pics, which I may not have reached the level yet, mm -hmm. but I know that's what it will take for me to get to where I want to go. So it's like, you definitely have to come up with some type of strategic plan to how you want to get your goals accomplished. And you definitely want to interact. So a lot of people on Instagram, they don't like interact with others and right. by interacting i mean like liking pictures commenting saving swapping up on stories and things like that you have to like the way all these in social media apps work they all have algorithms so you have to understand that the algorithm is basically the the instagram behind the instagram we see the algorithm shows us okay cool who's popping right now who's not popping that's basically what the algorithm yeah shows and so with the algorithm, the way the algorithm is set up is like cool. If Uzo posts every day and every day he posts, people like it. Alg the algorithm of Instagram is going to start pushing your photos further to the top of the page. So have you noticed that sometimes you can go be watching stories and one of your friends will post a story, but you didn't see it. Yep. Like it's because you haven't been interacting with her or you haven't been interacting with him. So when you don't interact with her, the thing is that Instagram makes money off of people that get engagement. So if you haven't been interacting with her, Instagram tells Instagram tells themselves like, okay, cool. Uzo's friend is not making us any money. So we're going to push him to the back because clearly what he posts on his story, no one cares no for one it. Cares. So we're not it's whack, it isn't it? It's whack. Yeah, it's whack. It's so whack. it's like, if, 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 like when I was in LA, many people were sharing my story many people were commenting many people were interacting so it's like my views on my story ranked up because right. us instagram okay cool whatever she's doing right now is popping so we're gonna push her to the front of people's page so they can see what she's posting you get wow okay wow so it's it's honestly a whole algorithm same yeah. thing for youtube you know once you get that consistency in and then that quality content you're just destined for greatness Wow. So I guess a quick question then. How? Huh, let me see. I, I, I'll the question. Okay. What's the biggest bag you've gotten through social media? Like the biggest bag. Um, the biggest bag that I've gone through social media would probably be um the skincare line that hit me up. Huh. Um, I get a lot of emails and like it's just been so hard to keep up with the emails that I get because it's honestly absurd as to how much people would want to work with like yeah. with me. But it's like um. Yeah, I have my own set of rates. So with my YouTube channel, I have my own rates versus like um, where it'd be like a dedicated YouTube video. If you want me to just shout your product out, if you want me to wear your product and post an Instagram picture, it's cost this much. Hmm. And so with YouTube, or well, which, which I'm in, with YouTube, you have to create some type of rate that you're gonna give people because when it comes to being black in the social media industry, like. There's discrimination here too, you know? Yeah. So if you don't set out on those specific rates that you want, you're not gonna get the certain price you want. But yeah, I would say the biggest bag that I've gotten is that skincare line because they work with some really, really big influencers. So I haven't posted about it yet, but yeah, that's probably been the biggest bag. Okay, cool, cool. I guess another question before we move on to the next thing is like, what's the craziest DM you've ever gotten? Craziest, craziest uh, DM. I get crazy DMs every day. What, rank, just give, just give us one crazy one. like. Did the guy pray for Whoa. you? <laughs> what? Oh, let me give me a second. 
thing. I, I think one guy was like, he'll give me a million dollars to let him drink my bath water. Kisses, Lord. Uh, okay, I, I, that, that gives me my other question. Okay, how much would you charge? What's the least amount you would charge for feet, for feet pics? If someone was to ask for a picture of your feet, what's the least oh. amount? Least amount. The least amount would easily have to be like a thousand dollars because really, really, not twenty. As as excuse me, twenty dollars in my opinion. Where am I getting? Guy, it's just because of your feet. It's just you're yeah, not doing it's work. Yeah, because of my feet, but it's such an obvious quest. Right. That I have to charge you a good amount because <laughs> why are you even asking me to do such a thing? Okay. Interesting. So it's like. I feel like when people are making you do something that you don't usually do, you should definitely charge them more because I don't, I wouldn't do, That's like weird. one man, this is actually the craziest thing rule, it just came to mind. One man emailed me to my business email that I have in my YouTube good, description good, box. Good. He emailed me and he said, um, are you good at making noises with your mouth with gum? And that he would pay me to <laughs> make snapping, nose, snapping noises with my mouth. And he'll pay me like 2K. Huh. I was like, what? Mind you, he sent me a whole demo. He sent me a demo to my email. Of how to do of it. An, of an audio that was just making. Okay. He was like, this, he was like, this will really turn me on. This will make get me off. I was like. I guess so like, so, so I guess how many, how, how much gum did you buy? How much gum did you buy? How much gum? Ah, don't sit down. I did not do that. Like, I just, I don't know, certain things like oh, this, it make me, it make me uncomfortable. Like. It's just like I wouldn't want to do that. It's just so uncomfortable to me. Like okay, okay. So now we're gonna we're gonna transition to like the the other aspect of your Instagram and like just like the things you show us the travel lifestyle. Okay. And so I guess a quick question for you. Um, first one, like, what was your first memory of traveling, and where was uh, it? Your first memory. My first memory of traveling is honestly really young, going to Nigeria, going to Lagos Beach, um, riding horses, and just you know traveling. Then I was young and I was going yeah. with my. My, my dad traveled a lot, so okay. that's definitely where I got it from. Okay. But he, him traveling a lot just got me in that mood of like, you know, liking to be on planes and liking to go to the airport and things like that. But yeah, one of my, my like earliest memories would easily be like going to Lagos, Nigeria when I was young. Okay, cool, cool. So um, now, what's the favorite place you've ever been? Like your favorite place you've ever visited? Oh, my favorite place I've ever visited would have to, oh, I have a lot. But I would say number one would have to be Paris. Yeah. Like the vibes are more like no money, no nothing, just vibes. <laughs> what? Hey, take time. What do you mean by that? No money. What do you mean by that? No, no, no. I'm joking. Okay, I was gonna say because I, I know Europe trips are super expensive. No, they're definitely super expensive. You have to know how to budget. But yeah. Paris has definitely been my favorite trip because it was just so. It, it it's just so I don't know. I guess the place is just inspiring. Like. And that's just how it is for me traveling in general and going to different parts of the country. Like, it's very inspiring to see this is how people are living on the other side of the world. And what I'm doing is very minuscule to what other people are doing, yeah. you know? And so it's just like seeing other parts of the world and just seeing people speak French in a different language. It was just very nice. And then I went to Disneyland Paris. So that mm. was really different. It was like, oh my God, it was just so like amazing for me. Like, I just loved the trip in general. But I would definitely say that Paris is definitely tying with Mexico because I'm more... Guy, well, that's first. next, that's next, that's next. Mexico that's next. is God. That's next. So I guess in, in I guess in Paris and I guess in Europe, like, what was the pace over there? How, how's the pace compared to America? Um, the pace is very fast compared to America. Like, if you don't know how to walk fast, you don't need to go to Europe. Like, huh? you need to be able to walk fast. You really? Need to make fast decisions whether you need to get on this bus or this bus, this train or this train. Like, nobody has time to wait for anybody. Everybody's yeah. Like, 
so it's like you have to know what you're doing as far as like movement but yeah the pace is very fast you know in america we're very lazy you know get up go to your car go to wherever you have to go but in in europe you don't have time for that you don't have you're time catching to buses yeah yeah you don't have time to lag around so you need to get up go where you're going jump on the plane jump on the i mean jump on the train jump on the bus and let's go so now, so so now, so now we're going we're going to transfer to Cancun for a second, yeah. Okay. Okay. Hey, good. That was a how I say, Cancun was, Sha. Okay. It was. It was. It was. It was. It was to remember. Exactly. So tell us what was the. Just give us a, a story from Cancun. Like what? Just give us a story. Like what happened in Cancun? Just any, any story, honestly, any story. Any story. What story can I say for Cancun? Cancun, Cancun, Cancun. Honestly, one story that's very like settled in my brain as a memory is when um I think it was me, you, Chloe, Oli, Reggie, and we all went to the strip club. <laughs> they okay, good. God is uh, God is Lord. That's yeah. what I can say. God yeah. is Lord. Yeah, I remember like they, were, they, were, they were, I was like I was following Reggie like where we're going. So I was, I just I was, I was like okay, we're just going to this thing. And then we went there. It was red. I was like, what's going on? Then I started seeing poles. I was like, I don't, I'm not <laughs> sure where we are. Yeah, yeah, just settled yet. Like where we were at. And then no, 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 no. Let me explain something to you. I was actually confused the whole entire time because what I what I strictly remember is being very 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 fried that night. Yes. So, I remember that we were, I just remember being in the club, and then from the club, I ended up into a red place. I said, God, like, a have I really went to hell? Excuse <laughs> like, me, I've died. <laughs> I was just so confused, but it's like, I, I was comfortable because I seen you guys were around, and then I, I got in, and I realized, what the fuck, are we in a strip club? Like, How did we get in here? Like, who set this up? Did we pay to get in? Like, what? And then yeah. I remember sitting down, and strippers were just slutting us. Like, oh, God. I was, I looked so, not uncomfortable, but I was just like, because this was corona time too. Like, imagine this was but like. But was that your first time at a strip club? Yeah, first time ever. First time. First time. Honestly, really? First time. Yeah, first time. First time. It's good. I'm going a, I'm to a work on that. I'm going to fix that. But anyway, that was kind of like the issue. I was just like, you know, I was like, each time they would touch me, I would like get some hand sanitizer and like, you know, wipe that. I was, it was just very, it was, it was a thing. That was a thing, but Cancun. No, it was. It was honestly. It was a. Uh, it, it was. It was different. I, I was. I was honestly very like. I, I like to enjoy the moment. Yeah. But I'm not really like a crazy spontaneous person. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, I so guess that was we're very... all here, so let's just do it. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. but it was, it was honestly fun. What What was your favorite memory from Cancun? Man, it was definitely have to be the, the the cups, the cup story. When oh. um when <laughs> when. When old old guy wanted to fight the cops, and no, you were trying uh, to go fight the cops with him. Um, uh, anybody listen to anybody listening to this thing now? Let me tell you something. Like Cancun is literally Lagos, Lagos Nigeria, no. Mobutu. Like when I tell you the cops there, they want anything. They want money for anything. Like it's sick. It's sick. They literally want money for any kind of bribe or anything like that. It was madness. Yeah, but yeah, that was probably the one. They're just kind of like just speaking, like because like I, I was drunk and then. I told the guy like, don't worry, I'll drive home. Like I got it. Like I was just chatting the guy, just chatting, and somehow we got that was for sure like my like the best out of in the whole Cancun thing. And so now just no, you get did on. a good job. You did a good job talking to police. Yeah, because that was twice, man. That was twice. I said, man, that was twice. The first time was in the hallway in that dark ass alley, and then the second time was now on our way back. 
So yeah, Yo, it was... Reggie was so because Reggie naturally is a very like <laughs> nervous person, so he really didn't know what to do when the police were like, <laughs> yeah, like he was just like, fuck, my life is over, <laughs> like I'm going to like Cancun nah, jail, and we're not. Go for a bit, go for a bit. And so now, even with this split trips will plan. So I'm asking, so for you, like how how do you plan your trips? Like usually, how do you like what do you do when you feel like okay, I'm gonna go somewhere? Like how do you plan your trips? Like how, how long in advance do you plan for your trips? Okay, well, in advance, probably like, I don't know, maybe three weeks minimum if it's just an in-city trip. Mm -hmm. If it's an out-of-the-country trip, I probably definitely would have planned it like two months in advance. Okay. But the first thing that we usually look at when we're about to travel is obviously flight tickets. Because okay. you want to see... I mean, the flight is how you're getting to the Obviously, so like, you, see, you know, you need to get there first. Yeah. Yeah, we need to get there first. So first things first is we see how much the flight ticket is. Cool, if it's in the range that we want and we want to get, we go ahead and get our flight tickets. But there are some times where, like, we look at flight and hotel combined, maybe on Expedia or Travel.com and different things like that. There's different, like, packages where you can get your flight and your ticket for a discounted price if you get it as a package. So... Even though we travel so much, we're definitely budgeting as we go. Like, we're not just splurging. You know, we are trying to find different, um, like, um, loopholes around splurging all our money, you know? Yeah. And so, we definitely buy our flights first. And after flights, we definitely go to accommodation because you want to have somewhere to stay while you're there. Mm -hmm. So, whether it be um, hotel, Airbnb, whatever the case resort, may be. Resort, yeah. Yeah, resort. We go ahead and look at that. And then, um, after that, we just buy clothes and yeah. go. Okay, awesome. So, yeah, tell us. Yeah, because for me, even Cancun was probably like the first time I proper planned a trip like on my own, like with like, you know, with, with a group to and whatnot. So that was for sure. Like for me, I think the, the most surprising thing was how doable it is. Like it's so doable. For me, for a long time, I don't know why it felt out of reach for me, just traveling in general. But like after doing this Cancun thing, I was like, right, it's not like that hard. Just yeah, do I feel it. Like, like yeah. when they see, they, they go to someone's coach and they see the person travels a lot, they think, oh my God, this person has loads of money in the right. world doing crazy things when it's like hey it's really easy to travel you just have to plan it and want yeah. to do it and budget around it it's also yeah a passport obviously you know most people don't have passports yeah so <laughs> i actually remember i actually remember seeing you on tweet the other day saying so do people not get passports when they're born i was just wondering because i don't think i i, I don't maybe I, maybe just my parents always gave it to me but i just wondered like the, the, i was just on twitter i realized that you know okay do you remember like that time when there was the whole vacation issue we're talking about how much the person spend on the vacation type thing and like i was like right like and I, that's why i realized that most most folks don't even have passports like you know a lot of people are arguing on twitter <laughs> about vacation but like right you can't if you even if you wanted to you couldn't you you couldn't and that was very surprising yeah, to me have the i was like right you don't need passports and so yeah another question so would you rather do you prefer group vacations or a vacation like which would you pick it depends on the scenery, but I do like prefer vacations just because I'm really comfortable. I can like, you know, just I just couple of comfortable things. But they ha they both have the different vibes. Yeah, you know? yeah. So as the vacation is more of like a fun with your babe type of vibe, like chilling in another country, having fun with your babe. But when that that group vacation is, it's still another level of like giant. Yes, you're still, you're yes. still having fun, yes. and then you're with people. So it's it's. It, they both have their own vibes. I enjoy both, honestly. Okay, cool. And so now, you know, Affirmation is back again. Or I don't know what's going on <laughs> with that one. Do you think? Well, do you think Affirmation actually happen? Do you think? Do you think it's gonna happen in twenty twenty one? I honestly, I do think it's gonna like happen. It's so funny because I was talking to my cousin that's in London today, and we we're talking about like Afro Nation Portugal, and she's just saying how like the Afro Nation owner 
um, basically didn't refund anybody for Afro-Nation Portugal for yeah. this year. Yeah. And basically said, if you want to go to Afro-Nation Portugal, you next use your year. ticket that you got this year and you go next go year. Next Boom, year. no oh, refunds. Good. Everybody go to sleep. It's a scam. So it, it's pissing people off. And the funny thing is, it's pissing people off for no reason because if we're being honest, they all want to go to Afro-Nation Portugal yeah. next year. But it's like, they want their own money in their hands to be able to choose, say, I want to I go, go to the same thing. Yeah. You know, but it's now they're forced to go. So it's yeah. like, oh God, I have to go to this thing. I mean, but honestly, think it, I honestly think it's going to happen. Really? Okay. Yeah, and I would love to do a group trip to it. Oh, we, we, just, that's what I'm saying. If if it looks possible, then yeah, we got to we have to run it. My passport no, is still is still valid, you know, it's still valid. So. <laughs> no, <laughs> we got to run it. Now definitely gonna start saving up money for that yes. trip because I would love to like enjoy just Portugal, seeing different types of people, and just like you know yeah. have fun. Because, if I mean honest, I was like. The looking forward that I was looking forward to Afro-Nation Puerto Rico, right? Man. Like, it was really different. Man. Like, I was so ready to go to that. Like, that Sunday before, before Afro-Nation, I was too ready to go to Puerto Rico. That Sunday. Until Puerto Rico said <laughs> no. That's when we said, okay, never mind. Afro-Nation was holding on until, like, Monday of that week. And I was and down you, you to know, go. Like, we all kept, like, as the plans was, as we were planning the trip and we had our group chat, we were all just kept sending each other stuff in the group chat about Puerto Rico being canceled. canceled. Like, no, the tweets and everything. It's not possible. Nah, because like, we, we were determined we were gonna go. Like we were, we were until they said, okay, y'all can't even actually come here no more. Then we just decided on something else. Yeah, um, no, we were, we were very excited to go to that. Yes, and so now just to, like transition on a more like I guess serious thing. Let's find out like, your background. So, what are you in school for right now? Like, what, what are you in uni for? Um, I'm in school for MIS, so that's Management Information Systems. Mm-hmm. Um, I minor in Human Resources. So yeah, that's what I'm in school for. I came right. in, you already know that I came in college being a psychology major. Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, because I really care about like mental health mm-hmm. and things like that. But I did end up switching over and not because I don't like psychology anymore. I love psychology. Like it's just my first thing that I actually really enjoyed hearing about. But it's just like the amount of money that I'll be making in that field. Yeah. If I don't go get my doctorate, yes. then yeah. it's just not gonna be yeah, ideal exactly. for the lifestyle that I wanna live. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I, I'm really into technology and social media and just things like that. So I was like, you know, I found out about MIS and I took up took up on it and then yeah, that's oh. where we are now. Awesome, awesome, love it, love it. And so now just to like be I guess just to still like sit on that psych side of things. I was wondering, like, so what's your, I guess, your favorite subsection of psychology? Like, is it like, is it child psychology, behavioral? Like, what's your, I don't know, like, um, what do you like? It would definitely be behavioral. Like, I just like knowing why people act the way, the way they, they do, act. Yeah. And just like why people have certain um, personality traits to them. And just like um, different mental disorders. It's really interesting and seeing that like, you know, there's, there's people that really can't control how they act. And there's people that really can't control their reactions and their their um, behavior in general because, like, the mind is just so powerful. Yeah. So where if you don't have control over your mind, then your mind is going to control you. Exactly. And so, so my thing about it, so the brain is very complex. Like, no one fully understands the brain. So how can psychology explain all these things that we have? Because, like, like, you know, most of the things we, we, we see in psychology, they're very... I, I, don't, I don't think anything about psychology is a proper fact. It's kind of, like, just observations and like maybe trends so yeah like, well with, with psychology it's a very experimental based right. um, type of thing so it's like i wouldn't say that everything in psychology is not necessarily a fact but when you've studied stuff over multiple different types of people multiple different age ranges multiple different races uh-huh. and then you come out with that experimental like you know 
thesis for it, then you know that, okay, even if we can say this is not a fact, this is proven by this experiment that this is true, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. For example, like, um, there's this thing called the bystander effect. And okay. that this just goes to where um, if something bad is happening to someone in public, people are least likely to help because people are around. So people feel that feeling of, okay, cool. Even if I don't help this person that needs help, there's 20 other people out here that and could. one of these other people we'll will do help it. that person. Yeah, we'll do it. So I don't need to go and Wow. Help. And and that's just called the bystander effect. And, and the, the way that has come about is people do studies on it. Yeah. So, you know, people will do a study where they'll have a random guy walking down the street and another guy go and try to shoot him or hurt him or harm him. Or a girl go down the street and a guy tries to shoot him or hurt, hurt him or harm him. And people will just stand and look or stand and record because okay i don't have the capabilities of feeling like i can help her but someone here will so we can all just stand and watch <laughs> and when everybody has that mindset nobody nothing happens helps. yeah nothing happens and yeah nothing happens, that's you know? mad that's crazy yeah, and it's, it's, it's a proven fact yeah it's just, like, it's just like i thought about it personally like you know if i was to see something happening in public someone fighting like what's my business there honestly just, right there's just 100 people day here, or day like, just day or day i'm going yeah, so, yeah. You know, it's, it's true when it comes down to it. Like, yeah, I understand what you mean by like, oh, it may not be the most factual thing, but it, it, yeah. it gets proven yeah. for certain reasons. And there's so many studies that like that follow up behind these things. So, okay. and so that reminds me now. Um, so Kanye, you know, those the things about Kanye that happened a couple like, almost a month ago. How did you react, like, you know, Kanye's outburst on Twitter? about a month or two or two like a, a, couple, just a couple of months ago i guess a, a month ago how, how did you react to that um honestly i was very concerned because i like i don't want to say necessarily like i understand what kanye is coming from but i i honestly feel like i do and i feel like when it when it comes to mental health issues you have to kind of have this like soft heart towards people like that because you have to understand that they're not embarrassed he's not embarrassing himself on purpose you know he's not doing this to get attention necessarily but he genuinely has a mental disorder and doesn't can't control those actions and so you know when people hear things about the disorder that he has they may not know the facts on his disorder and feel like oh he's just doing this for attention or he's about to drop an album or this, that, that was me and by the way that was me because we i mean you dm me about it like we spoke on like because I was also moving Madam TL that, that night and you checked me. Like, you probably like, checked me like, right, like, you know, what, what were you doing? We had a discussion on there. And so. Yeah, because I, like, you know, I grew up with a family member that had bipolar disorder. So I know with with the way things can get, mm. it can get really um, manic. Yeah. And so I feel like a lot of people tend to not understand people's manic stage, but are more likely to understand people's depression stage. It's just yeah. weird to me. Like, people are just so much more. Um, easy to call someone that's depressed like oh they have mental health issues be nice you know but when they see someone that's manic they're made more likely to be like oh he's just crazy or she's right. just crazy like this is dismissive this is very absurd, dismissive you know? yeah yeah it's very dismissive and it's just it, it's 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 just sad to know that people don't really care about things like that because nobody would ever say that to someone with cancer right but you have to know that someone with such a disorder is honestly truly like dying inside yeah. of their head also they i don't think, you know i think it's also due to like i guess like even even when you use cancer as an example it's kind of like reminds me of like i guess the 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 impact or the influence of media because in movies we see people with like this disorder is always kind of like as seen as crazy and psychotic and so i feel like even you know even media even like you know just just pop culture 
kind of like promote us seeing like you know people who have these disorders as crazy because obviously we see a lot of cancer stories that are survivors you survive like it's just the term and everything everyone is always oh if you have cancer you survive that's a proper thing but like for mental health I don't think we've seen in the media well it's like it's been a thing where it's not seen as it, it always kind of like just opposed with like crazy like this guy is bipolar and you know, he has all these, all these personalities and now he's crazy like yeah kind of and things. then yeah. people have to understand that for like nine out of ten of mental health disorders, they're um, they're lifelong disorders. So when people were like, "Yeah, Kanye should just get the right medicine. He has so much money. Like, how can he not have the right medicine?" First of all, medication is worldwide. No matter how much money you have, you're never gonna get the best medicine because yeah. you have the best money, and you're not gonna get the best doctor because you have the most money. No. The psychiatrist that limit. Kanye West gets is the same psychiatrist that a poor man will get right all of them have the same degree and the same knowledge yeah. to help kanye and help that poor man you know so people have to understand that when it comes to someone with bipolar disorder like you know it, it takes a lot to get that because you have to understand that these people are not in their mind to see that a ma majority of people with bipolar disorder can't even accept that they have it because you have to understand that they're in such a mindset that this this person that they are is really true to who they are not understanding that this that this is a disorder going on you know yeah and so there's this thing um called that i learned in psychology i forgot what it's called but it's kind of when you don't remember any of the episodes you have like most of these people that are bipolar they don't even remember the episodes they have they go back after this episode after they're in their right mind and they see these tweets or these things that they did and they're like what when did i, Why do, did this? I do that I do okay this? Yeah, and they huh. just go into these depressive, they go into this depressive state because they're like, I'm embarrassing myself, you know, but once they get back into that manic state, they don't, they can't control their actions. Yeah. And so I think people are just so used to controlling their own actions that they feel like actions are so Every, easy yeah, to control. Yeah, everyone can do that, obviously, but yeah. I think, I think people should try to take a soft heart to it and think about like, think about those times where you're extremely angry and, or you're extremely sad and, or you're just extremely impulsive and you can't control what you're about to do or you're extremely angry to where you say whatever. Think about that moment that you as a person that does not have any mental health disorders or anything like that. Think about those times where you are truly angry and you can do anything right now and put that towards a person that's bipolar and say like any action that that person wants to do is an impulsive action. And so any action, like I can compare it to a time where I can't control what I said or I can't control what I did. So think about that person living in that state 24 seven. That's no, that was proper. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. And so, I have a question on the chat. Someone's asking. So, um, in your psychological class, in your psychological classes, right? Were there a lot of yeah. arguments in there? Since it's a course that requires folks to like think differently from the norm. Like, in your, most of your classes, were there a lot of arguments in there? Um, I would say there weren't a lot of arguments, but there were a lot of like times where people disagreed and okay. just said like, "Oh, I don't think that's true." Or this is true you know yeah but we look we had to look at the facts of the situation so us all being a psychologist there's a lot of things that we think we know and we really don't know so mm. it's like we had to that's that was the whole point of our professors having us do studies and do research and things like that and that's the thing about psychology it's constantly being researched over it's constantly being looked after and so you know that that's that that was the main idea like there was no such thing as arguing in psychology for fun. If you don't yeah. have any facts to back so it up, back it up you don't like, have no research, yeah. just shut up. Yeah, because you're just talking at this point from personal experience. So anytime we did have any type of argument, disagreement or anything like that, we always, always, always had to have some type of facts to back it up or some type of, you know, knowledge or anything like that. Okay. Um, would you date someone with a mental disorder, like a lifelong mental disorder? Would you date them? Like, is that is that is that a factor for you in dating? 
Um, I would say like it is a factor, like just personality wise and behavioral wise, because I mean it's hard to it's hard to deal with, you know? Yeah. Like it it's it's definitely not an easy thing. And I wouldn't say I would or I wouldn't because I don't know. Right. But it is something that I really take into consideration because, you know, people with mental health disorders, they're not the only one going through that disorder. Yeah. You know, their family is going through that, you know. So it's like people have to understand that Kanye West is not going through this by himself. Like, you know, I'm pretty sure his wife is hurting every day. You know, his kids, you know, they don't understand what's going on with their dad, you know. Like, they're yeah. just, it's a very, very, very flustering disorder yeah. to be a part of a family so you know it's just something that i feel like anyone that would want to date someone with a disorder would definitely have to like look into are you willing to be compassionate are you willing to understand and um um reason with this person when they're having manic episodes and things like that wow wow okay yeah that was that was a good answer thank you for that and then just i guess to close a little bit how do you feel like the black community is doing when it comes to like mental health like how do you think we're doing we better or we I think are people are there? terrible. We're terrible. People, people are terrible. Like when I seen the way people were talking about Kanye West that day, I was like, oh, these people are doomed. And yeah. people don't understand that um the age we are right now, this um, I would say age range of about maybe twenty to about twenty um I'll say 20 to about 25 okay. is when most people develop their mental health disorder, their wrong life disorder. So lots of people around us haven't even developed a disorder that they mm. could ha- possibly have. Mm, that's and scary. so it, it just made me realize that, okay, a lot of people don't know what's going on and a lot of people are in the dark because if it comes out tomorrow that, you know, your your best friend has a full disorder, I wonder I wonder how you would treat this yeah. versus Kanye. Yeah. Because people have to understand that most people with mental health disorder aren't necessarily born with it. It yeah. comes it comes from some type of maybe life, life trauma, yeah. life trauma, maybe something like, you know, a parent dying like Kanye West. Because we, we, we can all agree that he wasn't like this since he was born. Yeah. And we all know that there was a point where Kanye West was a certain type of person and now he's a different type of person. Yes. And I don't I don't I feel like people don't try to take into consideration like, do you think he wants to act like this? Like do you think he genuinely wants to be obnoxious? You know, nobody just wants to be like this. And so, yeah, people have to understand that. Listen, like, the age we are now is the age gap that people literally develop their lifelong disorders. So I would just take people to take heed because, you know, you don't know what traumatic thing can come your way and will cause you to just lose your mind. Yeah. That, no, that was really important. So, I, I, I mean, for sometimes even on my Twitter, like, I, I, as much as it looks, like, very progressive, I have to always catch myself that, you know what, I'm looking in a bubble, like, where I'm at, because, like, even the kind of thing Loki exposed some things for me as well, because, like, my bubble is very super, like, you know, mental health, for mental health, like, for therapy, all that stuff, but, like, when you go, when you kind of, like, leave your bubble, you can see, like, wow, things aren't really changed, you know, like, things haven't really changed, like, people are still, like, Loki still very almost like wicked you know when it comes to like this kind of issues like when it comes from not taking it seriously or i guess making fun of folks who have it or just you know just being dismissive of yeah, like how, lacking, how things yeah compassion. compassion and empathy like none, none of that there so that's kind of like you know pretty much all that's there for that and now before we leave and people have to understand with most of these mental health yeah. disorders um the medicine cannot cure your disorder it can only make you it can only change your mood you know so like for someone with a bipolar disorder that's having a manic episode they're going to give you something that will make you like sluggish and you know very like slow and things like that because 
they can't change who you are as a mm. person they can only make you feel differently you know and that's why i've heard a lot of people that have these disorders when they talk about they hate the way this medicine makes them feel because you know it takes that lack of creation off yeah. of you and that things like that it just makes you really slow and it's like what do you expect them to give you they can't change you this is your mind and the mind is very complex so it's like we don't know what to give you to make you feel calm so we can only give you something that can just shut you up well, that's kind of like, yeah, that's kind of like a sad thing because, because again, you know, this is a very complex thing because with the with the thing with the, with the pills do like they can't really affect the chemical and like it's hard to probably like you know pinpoint like the brain and how to like pick the chemical imbalances like how to like fix those things. So like I said all you just do is just like you know just drown everything, just like you just pour it on everything. It's like yeah, and, so it's like you know if you know this person is producing too much dopamine, it's hard yeah. for us to go in their mind and stop. And stop it from this dopamine. point for, to go to that spot, and they just like they just shut everything down completely, and that's like a yeah. So we just we just shut the whole brain down. Yeah, and you just down and you just we rather you be lifeless than to lose your. That's mind. to lose your. Wow, that, I mean that's interesting. That's that's a very I, I feel like hopefully as time goes the way we see people because i feel like all we do is trying to make i think i think that, that's, that's the issue I, I i see with like even with like the way we treat mental health it's kind of like so everyone can conform to like this normal state that we all are you know there's like this we all have this social rules with which we adhere to if it's like okay yeah. you're, you're not too loud you walk this you, you don't wear that in public or this kind of thing so people who are suffering from this kind of thing they can't like all they have to do is just like so be normal and that's i think the issue yeah. because i feel like that's what the medicine targets into making them good fits for society as well as like you know maybe even i don't know like sometimes i just feel like i don't know sometimes if, if someone's crazy you're not crazy or, or maybe like being erratic i feel like that's you know that's fine but like that's just where that's the state in right now you know we don't have to like people like make them docile um it's just i, yeah. I feel like it's love the way society just kind of like you know the rules we're, we're governed by and we just have to move in that way so that affects the way we treat people like that affects the way we like exactly. even the medicines and the way we just you know go with that but that's kind of like just something like you know just go back and just think about honestly um so yeah. me, before we leave, it's, it's sad. drop your what are you what are you doing right now like drop your like you know drop your socials drop everything like just plug yourself right now okay so um what am i doing <laughs> Um, I just dropped a LA vlog because I came back from LA like oh, a couple weeks ago. Oh, say less. Okay. Um, so yeah, if you guys want to subscribe to my YouTube channel, my name is Tosin T. So T-O-S-I-N-T-E-E. And you see all my videos. I do like lifestyle, beauty, and travel. Um, and then there's my Twitter, which is I am Tosin T. So I-A-M-T-O-S-I-N-T-E-E. Um, my Instagram is my name. So it's Tosin Tinabu. T-O-S-I-N-T-I-N-U-B-U. And yeah, like I really, I've I been on social media all day, so I'd be seeing what's going on. So yeah, if you want to interact with me, I'll be interacting back. Awesome, 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 awesome. So Altos, it's been wonderful having you on here. But before you leave though, can you give us a song? Just give us a song to close you out to, like just any song to close you out to. Um, what song do I like? I like Lolo by Omole. Lolo by Omo. Is it Om- Omale? Omale, is that how you say it? Omale? Yeah. I, don't know how to say it. yeah. I like that song. Let me, it's, it's let, let me see if I can find it. Let me see. Lolo <laughs> by Omale. Okay. I got you. I got you. Alright, Tosin, thank you so much for being us on this radio show. Um, it was wonderful thank having you. Thank you for here. having me. You're, you're brilliant. Um, hopefully, we keep seeing you influencing 
and doing the thing everywhere. Do your giveaway.